0: The talk out there is that the economy is pretty good. The Fed is backing off a bit. We may not see interest rates go back up again. But what do you think right now as far as the Fed and the economy and where people should be kind of viewing this? Well, I think the Fed has put us in a
1: very dangerous position by slowing down or stopping this rate increase. <clears throat> the rate increases aren't great for the bond market, but we need that interest to accumulate and eventually we want our clients, especially in retirement, to be moved into fixed income, but you can't do it at such low interest rates. So everybody is pressing in for growth. And I don't understand why they've backed off so aggressively. They're saying there's no there, there's no real inflationary threat there. But what about the threat of a recession? Mm-hmm. What about the threat of the market melting down and them not having the ability to lower interest rates because they're already so low they can't bail us out of a recession? I mean, that's one of the biggest tools the Fed has at recovering the economy from a recession is to lower interest rates to spur growth. And I don't know whether it's the threats from Trump and saying they should they should actually lower interest rates you would hope not but there's a lot of pressure from the white house to keep interest rates at its current level and lower them you know the fed and the white house seem to be in conjunction now in driving growth 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 and when that party stops and everybody tries to sit down. There's not going to be a whole lot of seats to protect yourself in. And I'm fearful of a not a, not just a recession, but a substantial pullback mm-hmm. in the market. And something that creates uh, several years of trying to dig out from underneath. And I don't see where the Fed is going to have the ability to help us the way they did in 2008. Now, hopefully we don't go through a banking crisis and mortgage-backed securities, but... Over an 11-year bull market run, there are things in this economy we don't know are happening that are detrimental. And when we see a 20, 30, 40% pullback in the market, those things won't be able to sustain themselves and they'll come crashing down as well. So the Fed, I think, is playing a very dangerous game in not taking advantage of the fact that the market's been strong raise interest rates slowly and surely. Yes, it will stall the growth of the market, but it'll raise fixed income levels so we can start getting income from bonds again. And it'll ensure that they have that powerful tool in their
0: pocket if we fall into another recession to help bail us out. It's interesting that you say all that because this week I, I you know, scanned through the financial channels and found three different people they were kind of saying the same thing. Watch your risk level preserve your capital. Now's the time to take something off the table. Find guaranteed income. So this is Michael Santo and he's on CBS. I think that the biggest risk people underestimate is the stock market. We're right now going in a 10-year expansion stock market rally. That could end at any time. So we need to be very cautious if you're approaching retirement. It's kind of like an airplane doing final approach for landing. You don't have very much for recovery if something goes wrong so try to limit your stock market exposure so pulling back on market risk and you talk about that that i mean that's that even goes to what we were talking about in our very first segment that standard 60 40 portfolio that's just not going to work yeah
1: and i think everybody who's listening to the show this evening should do a quick assessment of what percentage of their investable net worth is in the stock market right now without protection Mm -hmm. because you can actually you know purchase products that have index potential growth, but you can get downside protection from it. But I'm talking about how much of your portfolio is in stocks, in mutual funds, in target date funds. You'd be surprised that the number, the percentage is large mm-hmm. and you've got to lower it. I mean, I, I talk about endowments oftentimes when I spe- do speaking engagements and some of the largest and most successful endowments out there have you know, 13, 15% of their total portfolio in US stocks. And they've been tremendously successful over extended periods of time. One of the things that retirees don't understand is you are in a 20 or 30 year retirement. At least you got a budget for that. We don't know when you're, you're gonna pass away, but you've got to look at it and you got to plan out 30 years. 30 years is a long time. So slow and steady growth, with a ton of income and a ton of guarantees inside your portfolio will get you through retirement and you'll do all the things that you wanna do. You'll cross everything off the bucket list if you sit down and plan it out properly. But when you're obsessed about the growth of the stock market, what it gives you, it will take back. And if it takes a big chunk of it back and you're forced to take distribution to use for income or to pay the government, your IRA at 70 and a half, you got to pay the government their taxes, you could devastate your portfolio and now put yourself in a very difficult position to live the retirement you want to live. I'm not saying don't try to grow your money, folks. Look, that is one component of a solid financial plan. But be realistic with it. Expect that the market will correct, whether it's 2020, 2021, you know, everybody's got a thought on it. But what are you going to do when that pullback begins, that 20 percent, 30 percent? We saw a nice correction in the fourth quarter of last year. The market came down 16 percent and it's recovered nicely. But why is it recovered? Well, the Fed's saying they're not going to raise interest rates. We're saying we've got a trade deal with China. I don't necessarily buy that. I don't think North Korea is in check. I think there are a lot of international issues we have to overcome. And I think the Fed made a mistake by saying they're going to pause. And I think they're getting pressured from uh, the White House.
0: You know, when I think about that fourth quarter of last year, and I I just want to talk to you listening right now, what did you do? when that money was going down, when you were watching your 401k and you heard, oh my God, the market went down 600 points today. And you looked at your statement online and you went, holy cow, I lost $10,000. I lost $15,000. And, and then it went down more and it went down more. Who did you call? Did you, was there anybody in your life who you called to get help with this and to say, what should I do? And if you don't have that person in your life right now, that's why we have this show. You should have that person in your life who is not only there to take that call, but also to have a strategy ahead of time so that when that happens, not just 16%, but if it goes down 40%, you're ready for that. So here's our number, 404-909-0888, 404-909-0888. You can give our advisor on the line a call right now and ask for the retirement roadmap. You need a full financial plan. You need somebody to call when that stuff happens. Let's get somebody on your side and on your team. You can find us online at Unleash your Money. Com. All right, I'm going to play two clips here from Scott Minard. Now, Scott Minard works for Guggenheim, and he's one of these guys who, you know, he goes to Davos, and he goes to Jackson Hole, and they they all listen to him talk when he talks about the economy. This is a famous quote from Scott Minard about the Fed.
1: History shows us that uh, bull markets and, and economic expansions don't die of old age. They they get shot in the head by the central bank.
0: That's what he thinks about the Fed. So Chris just talked about the, the Fed there. And, and how they're, they're kind of working against us right now. So here's what he said this week about how you should position yourself.
1: There, there is a time when it becomes more important, how's the old line? The return of capital rather than the return on capital. Right, yeah. And, and so I think people would be prudent to, you know, to hem in their risk exposure and use this as an opportunity, as I've said before on this show, you know, to, to take profits. And uh, you know the, the old adage, nobody ever lost money taking a profit, you know, I think it kind of applies right now.
0: So, Chris, is is that a, a position that you are talking to your clients right now about? Maybe pull something off the table, set it aside for if it does pull back.
1: No, we've already done that. Mm-hmm. I mean, a good financial plan is already built. All these questions that are in the air should be built into your plan already. If the market keeps growing and the Fed doesn't raise interest rates and we play nice with China and the international countries find a way to secure their economies, and the market keeps roaring, we're in the market. But if there's a nasty pullback, we've already answered this question. I'll give you an example. I got an email from a client yesterday that, and I didn't hear this uh, or see this show, but he said that Kramer, Mad Money Kramer, said, now's the time to back a a good portion of your portfolio off, take your gains, and put it in cash. He said said, that this week, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I didn't see it, but so, he sends me this note that says, should, do you, do you believe this to be true? And should we back off and put money in cash? 20% was the number that he used. Mm-hmm. And I had to quickly respond and say, first of all, Kramer doesn't realize we've built a financial plan where 30% of your assets can't lose any money whatsoever. Right? So, but they're not in cash. They're going to grow if the market continues to grow. So it, it's it's dangerous for people to just watch these shows, TV shows, our radio show, and make a decision based on a general comment about where we think the markets are. You've got to engage somebody in your particular life and your particular financial circumstances and your needs and wants in retirement to build the right plan for you. Now, I haven't gotten an email back from him, that was Friday, so we'll see You know what he says. As far as how he wants to handle it. But first of all, he, he should know I'm not a big proponent of cash. So if we move that 20% out of the market to preserve those gains, we're going to put it in something that's still indexing into the market just with protection. So there are various strategies you can use to make sure you don't get hurt during the next recession but you want to stay actively engaged. You want to keep growing your money and have it active in the market because if you're going to live a 30-year retirement and we are living longer, you're going to need that money to sustain you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Money Unleashed podcast with Chris Hoffman. To find out more about the Hoffman Financial Group, go to unleashyourmoney.com and join Chris for his radio show, Money Unleashed, Sunday afternoons at five on WSB Radio Atlanta. Chris Hoffman is a registered representative of TCM Securities, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC, and is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, Inc., an SEC-registered investment advisor. Hoffman Financial Group, Retirement Wealth Advisors, TCM Securities, Inc., and WSB are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with the professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Insurance licensed in Georgia number 163546.